0: We will be following a Bible reading calendar that provides for reading the whole Bible in a year that was created by Minister Robert Murray McShane for his congregation back in 1842, and that has been a part of my daily reading for over six years now. Good morning and welcome to the June 6th, the Tuesday, June 6th episode of the faith comes from hearing podcast. I'm Wayne Floyd, your host. The faith comes from hearing podcast is a humble member of the Christian podcast community. Uh, you can find us over christianpodcastcommunity.org. Definitely, definitely a lot of great listening over there over 60 well curated podcasts, a uh, wide variety of topics. So yeah, it would really be hard for you to get over there and not find something you want to listen to. Uh, so I would definitely encourage you. I want to continue to point you at the final two links in our show notes. Uh, they are The first one is for the Vale Valley Baptist Church Gives and Go campaign. We are striving to rapidly pay off our mortgage so that we can commence establishment of a Christian classic education-based school. Uh, that's to provide a trustworthy alternative within our community. So go ahead and click on the link, and you'll get a much more thorough description than I just gave you of what we're trying to do. And then we would ask three things of you. We'd ask you to pray for us. We'd ask for you to prayerfully consider giving to us. And we'd ask you to pass the link along. The last one that's called transportation for church planters, jollies, uh, Nathaniel jolly and his wife are church planters up in Alaska. They've been up there for the last couple of years. The, the single vehicle that they that they have that, that it does both for they and for their, their church plant, um, is broke down. Um, and Nathaniel being a church planner, does not draw a salary up there. So they are in desperate need of getting this vehicle fixed. Getting it fixed is going to be cheaper than trying to replace it with, with something even used. Uh, so they need approximately $8,000 to get going on that. Um, so I, I would again, ask you for the same thing that I asked for ours. You can go ahead and click on the link, go over and read. And Nathaniel is pretty thorough in describing what their needs are. And then we would ask you to do the same thing, to pray for them, to, um, prayerfully consider giving to them and to pass that link along so that others can do the same. All right. Um, let's see, it is June 6th. Um, for those of you that don't know, well, one, I'm an amateur historian, um, particularly military historian having been in the military myself. Um, but I was always interested in that as a kid even. Um, but June 6th, um, D-Day landings in Normandy. Um, if you don't know, look them up. Um, just, um, Obviously, Saving Private Ryan, though fictional, um, is very much based around the historic um, events that happened there. Definitely a great movie. Band of Brothers, great miniseries. In the beginning of that, deals with uh, the D-Day landings as well. Actually, it deals with the parachutists that went even before the D-Day landings that the landing craft hit the beaches. Um, But uh, how blessed we are that uh, those men landed on those beaches and did what they did. Um, to protect freedom and, and all, for all intents and purposes to protect freedom um, and to stop stop Hitler and the Nazi plague that was going on. So definitely a day we should remember. all right well with it again with it being Tuesday and with it being this kind of week and believe me, more stuff is piled on so probably a good thing that I made the decision not to worry about the Bible study this week. Um, I'm also going to be handling our Sunday night Bible study. Um, as well as preaching this Sunday uh, and doing our new Sunday school class. So uh, plate's a little full <laughs> right now. Well, and we're dealing with our poor dog. We we think we're going to be putting down our oldest dog. Um, we love her very much. But uh, she's starting to head into a point where uh, just some end-of-life indications are coming. So we we don't want to put her through the pain and the suffering. So... Um, definitely looking towards that as well. So so probably a good thing that I went ahead and put aside the Bible study for this week. I'm sorry. I really wanted to keep going in John with y'all, um, but I'm hoping I'll have everything squared away so we can get go- back going next week. So with that said, let's go ahead and get going with our reading for, the, for today so we at least get that in. So let's open up like we usually do with our third day morning prayer. It's called God, Creator, and Controller. Let's pray. Most High God, The universe with all its myriad creatures is thine, made by thy word, upheld by thy power, governed by thy will. But thou art also the Father of mercies, the God of all grace, the bestower of all comfort, the protector of the saved. Thou hast been mindful of us, hast visited us, preserved us, given us a goodly heritage, the holy scriptures, the joyful gospel, the Savior of souls. We come to thee in Jesus' name. Make mention of his righteousness only. Plead his obedience and sufferings, who magnified the law both in its precepts and penalty, and made it honorable. May we be justified by his blood, saved by his life, joined to his spirit. Let us take up his cross and follow him. May the agency of thy grace prepare us for thy dispensations. Make us willing that thou shouldst choose our inheritance, and determine what we shall retain or lose, suffer or enjoy. If blessed with prosperity, may we be free from its snares and use not abuse its advantages. May we patiently and cheerfully submit to those afflictions which are necessary when we are tempted to—I'm wa- sorry—which are necessary when we are tempted to wander, hedge up our way, excite in us abhorrence of sin, wean us from the pre- present evil world, assure us that we shall at last enter Emmanuel's land where none is ever sick and the sun will always shine. Amen. All right, our morning devotion from Spurgeon's Morning and Evening for June 6th, uh, the text for it is from Job 40, verse 4, um, and it looks like it actually breaks it up and, and discusses it. But anyways, let's start. Job 40, verse 4 starts out. Behold, I am vile. One cheering word, poor lost sinner, for thee. You think you must not come to God because you are vile? Now there is not a saint living on earth, but has been made to feel that he is vile. If Job and Isaiah and Paul were all obliged to say, I am vile, O poor sinner, wilt thou be ashamed to join in the same confession? If divine grace does not eradicate all sin from the believer, how dost thou hope to do it thyself? And if God loves his people while they are yet vile, dost thou think thy vileness will prevent his loving thee? Believe on Jesus, thou outcast of the world's society. Jesus calls thee, and such as thou art. Not the righteous, not the righteous, sinners, Jesus came to call. Even now, say, thou hast died for sinners. I am a sinner. Lord Jesus, sprinkle thy blood on me. If thou wilt confess thy sin, thou shalt find pardon. If now, with all thy heart, thou wilt say, I am vile, wash me. Thou shalt be washed now. If the Holy Spirit shall enable thee from from thy heart to cry, just as I am, without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me, and that thou bidst me come to thee, O Lamb of God, I come. Thou shalt rise from reading this morning's portion with all thy sins pardoned, and though thou didst wake this morning with every sin that man hath ever committed on thy head, thou shalt rest tonight accepted in the Beloved. Though once degraded with the rags of sin, thou shalt be adorned with a robe of righteousness and appear white as the angels are. For now, mark it, now is the accepted time. If thou believest on him who justifieth, justifieth the ungodly, thou art saved. Oh, may the Holy Spirit give thee saving faith in him who receives the vilest. All right, so our reading for the day. We're going to be reading First Kings 1, Acts 4, Psalm 124, and Proverbs 16, verse 24. So, First Kings 1, we're now getting into where David... David's reign is going to end, and Solomon's going to be taken over, and we're dealing with the transition. So 1 Kings 1, hear the word of the Lord. Now King David was old, advanced in age, and they covered him with clothes, but he could not keep warm. So his servant said to him, let them seek a young virgin for my lord the king, and let her stand before the king and become his nurse, and let her lie in your bosom, that my lord the king may keep warm. So they sought for a beautiful young woman throughout all the territory of Israel, and found Abishag the Shunammite, and brought her to the king. Now the young woman was very beautiful, beautiful, and she became the king's nurse and attended him. But the king did not know her. Now Adonijah the son of Haggith exalted himself, saying, I will be king. So he prepared for himself a chariot and horsemen and fifty men as runners before him. But his father had never grieved had never grieved him at any time by asking, Why have you done so? And he was also a very handsome man in form, and he was born after Absalom. And he had conferred with Joab the son of Zeruiah, and with Abiathar the priest, and following Adonijah they helped him. But Zadok the priest, Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, Nathan the prophet, Shimei, Re, and the mighty men who belonged to David, were not with Adonijah. And Adonijah sacrificed sheep and oxen and fatlings by the stone of Zoheleth, which is beside in, in Rogel, and he invited all his brothers, the king's sons, and all the men of Judah, the king's servants. But he did not invite Nathan the prophet, Benaiah the mighty the mighty men. I'm sorry, Nathan the prophet, Benaiah, the mighty men, and Solomon his brother. Then Nathan spoke to Bathsheba, the mother of Solomon, saying, Have you not heard that Adonijah the son of Haggith has become king, and David our lord does not know it? So now come, please let me give you counsel and provide escape for your life and the life of your son Solomon. Go at once to King David and say to him, Have you not, my lord, O king, sworn to your maidservant, saying, Surely Solomon your son shall be king after me, and he shall sit on my throne? Why then has Adonijah become king?' Behold, while you are still there speaking with the king, I will come in after you and fully confirm your words. So Bathsheba went in to the king in the bedroom. Now the king was very old, and Abishag the Shunammite was ministering to the king. Then Bathsheba bowed and prostrated herself before the king, and the king said, What do you wish? And she said to him, My lord, you swore to your maidservant by Yahweh your God, saying, Surely your son Solomon shall be king after me, and he shall sit on my throne. But now, behold, Adonijah is king, and now, my lord the king, you do not know it. And he has sacrificed oxen and fatlings and sheep in abundance, and has invited all the sons of the king and Abiathar the priest and Joab the commander of the army, but he has not invited Solomon your servant. As for you now, my lord the king, the eyes of all Israel are on you to tell them who shall sit on the throne of my lord the king after him. Otherwise it will be, as soon as my lord the king sleeps with his fathers, that I and my son Solomon will be considered offenders. Behold, while she was still speaking with the king, Nathan the prophet came in. Then they told the king, saying, Here is Nathan the prophet. And then he came in before the king and prostrated himself before the king with his face to the ground. Then Nathan said, My lord the king, have you said Adonijah shall be king after me, and he shall sit on my throne? For he has gone down to-day, and has sacrificed oxen and fatlings, and sheep in abundance, and has invited all the king's sons, and the commanders of the army, and Abiathar the priest, and behold, they are eating and drinking before him, and they say, Long live king Adonijah. But me, even me your servant, and Zadok the priest, and Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, and your servant Solomon, he has not invited. Has this thing happened by my lord the king, and you have not made known to your servants who should sit on the throne of my lord the king after him? Then King David answered and said, Call Bathsheba to me. And she came into the king's presence and stood before the king. And the king swore and said, As Yahweh lives, who has redeemed my life from all distress. Surely as I swore to you by Yahweh, the God of Israel, saying, Surely your son Solomon shall be king after me, and he shall sit on my throne in my place, I will surely do so this day. Then Bathsheba bowed with her face to the ground and prostrated herself before the king and said, May my lord King David live forever. Then King David said, Call to me Zadok the priest, Nathan the prophet, and Benaiah the son of Jehoiada. And they came into the king's presence. And the king said to them, Take with you the servants of your lord, and have my son Solomon ride on my my own mule, and bring him down to Gihon. Is that right? Gihon, yeah. And Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet shall anoint him there as king over Israel, and blow the trumpet, and say, Long live King Solomon. Then you shall come up after him, and he shall come and sit on my throne, and he shall be king in my place, for I have commanded him to be ruler over Israel and Judah. Then Benaiah the son of Jehoiada answered the king and said, Amen. Thus may Yahweh the God of my lord the king say, As Yahweh has been with my lord the king, so may he be with Solomon, and make his throne greater than the throne of my lord king David. So Zadok the priest Nathan the prophet, Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, the Cherethites, and the Pelethites went down and had Solomon ride on King David's mule, and brought him to Gihon. Zadok the priest then took the horn of oil from the tent and anointed Solomon. Then they blew the trumpet, and all the people said, Long live King Solomon. And all the people went up after him, and the people were playing on flutes, and were glad with great gladness, so that the earth shook at their sound. And Adonijah and all the guests who were with him heard it as they finished eating. Then Joab heard the sound of the trumpet and said, Why is the sound of the city such an uproar? uproar?" While he was still speaking, behold, Jonathan the son of Abiathar the priest came. Then Adonijah said, Come in, for you are a valiant man and bring good news. But Jonathan answered and said to Adonijah, No, our Lord King David has made Solomon king. The king has also sent with him Zadok the priest, Nathan the prophet, Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, the Cherethites and the Pelathites, and they have made him ride on the king's mule. And Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet have anointed him king in Gihon, and they have come up from there with gladness, so that the city is in an uproar. This is the sound which you have heard. And also Solomon has even taken his seat on the throne of the kingdom. And also the king's servants came to bless our lord king David, saying, May your God make the name of Solomon better than your name, and his throne greater than your name. And the king bowed himself on the bed. And also the king said thus, Blessed be Yahweh, the God of Israel, who has granted one to sit on my throne today while my own eyes see it. Then all the guests of Adonijah trembled, and they arose, and each went on his way. And Adonijah was afraid of Solomon, and he arose, went, and took hold of the horns of the altar. Then it was told to Solomon, saying, Behold, Adonijah is afraid of King Solomon, and behold, he has taken hold of the horns of the altar, saying, Let King Solomon swear to me today that he will not put his servant to death with the sword. And Solomon said, If he is a worthy man, not one of his hairs will fall to the ground, but if evil is found in him, he will die. So King Solomon sent, and they brought him down from the altar, and he came and prostrated himself before King Solomon. And Solomon said to him, Go to your house. Acts 4. Now as they were speaking to the people, the priests and the captain of the temple guard and the Sadducees came up to them, being greatly agitated because they were teaching the people and proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection from the dead. And they laid hands on them and put them in jail until the next day, for it was already evening. But many of those who had heard the message believed, and the number of the men came to be about five thousand. Now it happened that on the next day their rulers and elders and scribes were gathered together in Jerusalem. And Annas the high priest was there, and Caiaphas, and John, and Alexander, and all who were of high priestly descent. And when they had placed them in their midst, they began to inquire by what power or in what name have you done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of the people, if we are being examined today for a good deed done to a sick man as to how this man has been saved from his sickness, let it be known to all of you and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by this name this man stands here before you in good health. He is the stone which was rejected by you, the builders, but which became the chief cornerstone, and there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven that has been given among men by which we must be saved. Now as they observed the confidence of Peter and John and comprehended that they were uneducated and ordinary men, they were marveling and began to recognize them as having been with Jesus. And seeing the man who had been healed standing with them, they had nothing to say in reply. But when they had ordered them to leave the Sanhedrin, they began to confer with one another, saying, What should we do with these men? For the fact that a noteworthy sign has happened through them is apparent to all who live in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But lest it spread any further among the people, let us warn them to speak no longer to any man in this name. And when they had summoned them, they commanded them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said to them, Whether it is right in the sight of God to hear you rather than God, you be the judge. For we cannot stop speaking about what we have seen and heard. And when they had threatened them further, they let them go, finding no basis on which to punish them, on account of the people, because they were all glorifying God for what had happened. For the man who was more than forty years old on whom this sign of healing had occurred. So when they were released, they went to their own companions and reported all that the chief priests and the elders had said to them. And when they heard this, they lifted their voices to God with one accord and said, O Master, it is you who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all that is in them, who by the Holy Spirit through the mouth of our father David your servant, said, Why did the Gentiles rage and the peoples devise vain things? The kings of the earth took their stand, and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against the Christ. For truly in this city there were gathered together against your servant." holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, along with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, to do whatever your hand and your purpose predestined to occur. And now, Lord, take note of their threats and grant that your slaves may speak your word with all confidence, while you extend your hand to heal and signs and wonders happen through the name of your holy servant Jesus. And when they had prayed earnestly, the place where they had gathered together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak the word of God with confidence. And the congregation of those who believed were of one heart and soul, and not one was saying that any of his possessions was his own, but for them everything was common. And with great power the apostles were bearing witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. For there was not a needy person among them, for all who were owners of land or houses would sell them and bring the proceeds of the sales, and lay them at the apostles' feet, and they would be distributed to each as any had need. Now Joseph, a Levite of Cyprian birth, who was also called Barnabas by the apostles, which translated means son of encouragement, and who owned a field, sold it, and brought the money, and laid it at the apostles' feet. All right. Psalm 124. A song of ascents of David. Had it not been Yahweh who was on our side, let Israel now say, had it not been Yahweh who was on our side, when men rose up against us, then they would have swallowed us alive. When their anger was kindled against us then the waters would have flowed over us the stream would have swept over our soul then the raging waters would have swept over our soul blessed be yahweh who has not given us to be prey for their teeth our soul has escaped as a bird out of the snare of the trapper the snare is broken and we have escaped our help is in the name of yahweh who made heaven and earth and finally proverbs 16 verse 24 pleasant words are a honeycomb sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. All right, well, that's our reading for the day. Let's go ahead and do our evening devotional. Uh, the text for it is from 2 Corinthians eleven twenty two. Are they Israelites? So am I. We have here a claim and one that needs proof. The apostle knew that his claim was indisputable, but there are many persons who have no right to the title who yet claim to belong to the Israel of God. If we are with confidence declaring, so am I also an Israelite. Let us only say it after having searched our hearts as in the presence of God. But if we can give proof that we are following Jesus, if we can from the heart say, I trust Him wholly, trust Him only, trust Him simply, trust Him now, and trust Him ever, then the position which the saints of God hold belongs to us. All their enjoyments are our possessions. We may be this very least in Israel, less than the least of all saints, Yet since the mercies of God belong to the saints as saints and not as advanced saints or well-taught saints, we may put in our plea and say, Are they Israelites? So am I. Therefore the promises are mine. Grace is mine. Glory will be mine. The claim, rightfully made, is one which will yield untold comfort. When God's people are rejoicing that they are His, what a happiness if they can say, So am I. When they speak of being pardoned and justified and accepted in the Beloved, How joyful to respond. Through the grace of God, so am I. But this claim not only has its enjoyments and privileges, but also its conditions and duties. We must share with God's people in cloud as well as in sunshine. When we hear them spoken of with contempt and ridicule for being Christians, we must come boldly forward and say, so am I. When we see them working for Christ, giving their time, their talent, their whole heart to Jesus, we must be able to say, so do I. Oh, let us prove our gratitude by our devotion and live as those who, sorry, as those who having claimed a privilege are willing to take the responsibility connected with it. All right. Well, that's our program for the day. Um, I hope you have a wonderful day. I would continue to implore you to do all that you can, all that you do for the glory of God. I hope to see you tomorrow again. Remember it is June 6th. Um, I threw out a couple of, uh, movies and many, a movie and a mini series that would, that would show you about June 6th. Um, another one that's an older one, but it is it a star studded classic is called the longest day. It has John Wayne in it, but he is one of many stars that's in it. The longest day. Um, again, great movie, definitely worth your time. You want to see something and really build up your knowledge about June 6th. I, I think all Americans should know about June 6th and what, what our soldiers, sailors, airmen did on that day. Um, and it wasn't just ours. Um, it was British, Canadian, you name it. Um, the The French resistance did amazing things on that day to help us, to help things be prepared for as we landed. So um, definitely worth your while to learn. Uh, again, thanks for spending this time with me. I hope this time in the Word is beneficial to you. It helps to saturate you in the Word because we definitely need to be saturated. All right, let's go ahead and close out with prayer. We're going to close out with the third day evening prayer called Before Sleep. Let's pray. God of all sovereignty, thy greatness is unsearchable. Thy name most excellent. Thy glory above the heavens. Ten thousand minister to thee. Ten thousand times ten thousand stand before thee. In thy awful presence we are less than nothing. We do not approach thee because we deserve thy notice, for we are sinners. Our necessities compel us. Thy promises encourage us, our broken hearts incite us, the mediator draws us, thy acceptance of others moves us, look thou upon us and be merciful unto us, convince us of the penalty and pollution of sin, give us faith to believe, and believing to have life in Jesus, may we enter into his sufferings, let us see thy hand in the instruments of our grief, rejoicing that they are from thy overruling providence, let not our weeping hinder sowing, nor sorrow duty. While living in a world of change, let us seek the abiding city. Be with us to our journeys in, that we may glorify Thee in death as in life. We bless Thee for preservation, supplies, mercies, and to Thee, Keeper of souls, we commit all we are and have. May no evil befall us, no sickness come nigh us, no horror disturb us. May our conscience be clear, our hearts pure, our sleep sweet. And with the innumerable company who neither slumber nor rest, we join in ascribing blessing, honor, glory, and power to the Lamb upon the throne forever and ever. Amen. All right. Well, you go. You have yourself a wonderful day again, and I hope to see you tomorrow. Have a good one. God bless. (music)